Welcome to Group Quest, the new roundtable podcast from all things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. Join Medros as he gathers a strong group of voices from around the community to tackle the hottest topics of the month. And now, your host, Medros. And welcome, everybody, to a new Group Quest podcast. We are now going to be doing this podcast monthly. Uh, it's going to be a really awesome thing. And uh, to launch this, uh, sorry, this new weekly podcast, uh, sorry, going from monthly to weekly, sorry, uh, I have a large group. We're almost a raid. Actually, we have to be a raid to be this large of a group. Uh, let me go through the list, and uh, I will introduce everybody. First, we have Kurt Splat. How you doing there, Splat? A moment of silence for poor old Blanche. Indeed. A moment of silence. Of course, we can't go very long because we have to get going. We also have Stormy. How you doing there, Stormy? I'm doing better than Chris Platt is, at least. Well, that's a good, that's a start, at least. And we have Lou. How you doing, Lou? I'm pretty good. And it looks like someone put the cart before the horse. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Come on. All right. Uh, we also have uh, Mr. Matt McCurley of Wild Insider. Akamagosh, friends. How are you? We are good. We have Fimless of Twist Another Blogcast and I'm sure other shows. How are you doing there, Fimless? <laughs> many, many. I'm doing great. Good morning, everyone. Good, good, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. And we also have Haster. How are you doing, Haster? Doing good. Uh, Haster of Emerald Dream and various social media experiences. Awesome. That comes later in the show. Of course. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, lastly, we have Skolnick, he of the Warcraft Less Traveled. How you doing, Skolnick? I'm doing great. Good evening. I've opted on this winter night to bust out the peppermint mocha coffee, so it's next to me and I'm ready to roll. Well, I'm sure we all have lots of lots of our favorite beverages, and sadly, I do not have a uh, new Tamercraft World of Warcraft mug uh, to drink out of. Um, I'm sure many of you noticed they recently introduced the new Horde and Alliance mugs, and no, they don't sponsor the show. They're just really awesome mugs. What do you what, what are you guys uh, What are you guys looking forward to uh, to get right into it here of the new Cataclysm content? What What's your number one new new feature or new uh, part of the expansion that's coming anybody, anybody who well, would you like to go first <laughs> point it out because i'm all right, sure we've um, all let's, let's go with mr mccurley all right so my absolutely hands down 100 percent, super looking forward to uh, uh deal with cataclysm is that uh this is actually the first time I've come into an expansion ready with a dedicated 10 man every time i've come back into another uh, expansion, you know, I've always when we came into Burning Crusade, I was with the 25 man, so it was a much you know longer uh, expansion. We had 10 levels instead of five, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, coming into Wrath, I actually uh, had broken off with everyone I used to play with and, and came in Wrath um, a couple days into, and so this time uh, coming into Cataclysm, since we have such a nice tight knit 10 man, um, we've been planning for days and weeks. Uh, you know, the way we're going to be uh, rushing ourselves to 85 and, and jumping into content and having fun with that. I mean, a lot of us were in beta, so we did get to see a lot of the uh, 
a lot of the zones early and kind of kind of have our cataclysm experience before our cataclysm experience if that makes any sense so uh we're ready to go on the uh we're ready to go on that front and i'm super excited about getting in with these people and just experiencing this from day one and 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 kind of uh you know we're we're we're, we're not we're not fooling ourselves with with realm first stuff but we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna push for something to hear I'm, I'm actually not going for any realm achievements even though i probably could because I, I don't have anything to do really um i'm just looking forward to be able to actually play without you are one million in queue please be patient oh wow <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully yeah. i'm not, looking not on the earth and ring day. server not looking i'll, I'll believe it when i see it <laughs> it's frightening i mean yeah. they everyone everyone says you know everyone thinks it's it's really easy to correct these problems if you see them coming but launch day is going to be uh hopefully it's not but launch day is is, is going to be a bit of a wreck not because of anything that has to be put into the game but definitely the number of people it's not it's not a it's not a loading anything onto your system thing or uh or bugs thing the stuff is in the game they just got to flip the switch and let you go to it yeah for sure for sure Personally, myself, I'm looking forward to archaeology. For those who people who listen to the All Things Azeroth podcast, I'm a huge fan of geocaching, and this is from the first time I saw it in beta. This is geocaching, and wow, geocaching and is pretty cool. <laughs> geocaching is a lot of cool. I did not know that you geocached, Medros. No. I, I am a, I'm, I'm an avid geocacher. Um, have you left anything? Have you have you done uh, have you done little treasure chests for people? Uh, yeah, I've got. Uh, let's see here, my. List of my own caches that I put out is, uh, let's see here. I have hidden 19 caches. Wow. Yeah. Fun. I, I have a, a, a toolbox full of stuff to leave in caches and stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun. And as soon as I saw archaeology and surveying in, in, the, uh, in the beta when I was playing, as soon as it hit, I was like, dude, this is geocaching. And wow. You occasionally check your GPS unit. You find out if you're in the right heading in the heading in the right direction, and then you head in the right direction. It's geocaching and wow, awesome. And the nice thing about it is, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's specific for each individual character. So you're not going to have two characters going for the same archaeological site or, or the same item. So you don't have to worry about oh look, there's that ore node. No wait, the undead priest came and got it in front of me again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. they're each per person. Yeah. The the fact that it's going to be per per tune, not you know, there will there'll be no you know node stealing, which is definitely something I'm looking yeah. forward to to having a change. A I wish there was more of that. <laughs> they don't. I clearly think like that, that one much. of the interesting things with archaeology is it's been since Burning Crusade since we've had a new introduction of this type of a profession where we're going to see it from the ground up and uh, just experiencing experiencing it all together. And seeing what kind of upgrades and tweaks are going to be needed within the coming months is going to be really exciting. What about so inscription? You wouldn't... Go ahead. Uh, inscription, I think, is what uh, both of us hit on. It, since it was introduced in Wrath and we saw it build all the way from zero to its epicness of you have to buy glyphs every single time you want to <clears throat> change your spec around <laughs> to one yeah. glyph to rule them all True. permanently. Yeah. Ugh, glyphs. Don't even get me started on the glyph market now. 
<laughs> I, I, I just have a lot of glyphs ready to go on December 7th because yeah. they will also like hotcakes. I, I would say any character, like any uh, any class that is worgen capable, you definitely, as a if you are an inscriptionist and uh, playing the glyph market, you want to be uh, posting those. I would say probably on on a smallest uh, smallest posting time that you can, um, just to make sure that you are maximizing your profitability. But that's just the businessman. Okay, so nobody wants to talk about that topic, I suppose. Not going to get to our Yes, you're yeah, correct. I'd love, love to talk about yes, those absolutely bastards who are going <laughs> to steal all my money and uh, and and make me want to rip my uh, rip my headphones out because of uh, of their terrible uh, auction house practicing. Love them, love them. Oh yeah, they're great. Let me tell you. I I would recommend taking some tips from Chris Platt. He taught me everything I know about uh, playing the glyph market. So, so, so it's all his fault. Yeah. Fight him. All I do He's is a great the goblin. You've been able to find your gold love in uh, in jewel crafting, haven't you? I, I I've got there's only one profession I don't have currently, and that's engineering. There you go. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. Oh boy, coming to blows. <laughs> engineering is everything. My my organ druid is going engineering. I've decided that I need to have one of everything. You're, you're making a druid <laughs> an engineer. Yes. He's going to have a rocket bear. It's kind of silly. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> a rocket whoop. Yeah. You can have that with the ice with the gunship battle. Yes. True. true. But I, I've never seen the gunship battle in person. So. Uh, it's one of those interesting events that probably now that they've done it, that we'll never see something similar again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, it just slightly deters me the idea of having flames shooting over my druid's butt, but that's just probably me. <laughs> you haven't lived. Apparently. Apparently I have not lived. So what do you guys, you know, we, we, we have recently kissed goodbye to the old world. We've all done our, our tours of the world. What, what, now that we've seen what's changed and, and kind of experienced a bit of the new content, what do you guys miss most about what the world was before? I guess the thing that I missed the most was the easy transitions from zones. For example, going from Loch Modan to the Badlands, it, it used to be you just walked over a simple border. Now you walk down this giant chasm and then walk up the other side of the chasm. And Badlands has a lot more to see now. It's not just this giant desert. I was actually wondering that because I, I got to Badlands... Uh... In the new patch, I got the first time I went there. I got there from Eastern Plaguelands, which gave me a rocket ride there. I wasn't sure how many got there from Loch Madon in, in the uh, current iteration, but you said there's a path from the from one to the next after you go through the big chasm there. Yeah, there's a a very narrow pathway that it's better for you to just walk down rather than take your mounted ride down because it's very likely you will fall off and take about eighty percent of your HP right off the bat. That's yeah. not fun. Well, it does have some new interesting sections and areas to visit, like Deathwing's new biting zone. Yes, yes. I uh, I have indeed punched Deathwing in the face. Well, I haven't. <laughs> has everybody done that? Nice. Not no, yet. Not yet. No. Not has, yet. Uh, has anybody not died yet. to him yet? No, not yet. 
I had a guildie uh, die earlier this afternoon, and it was about 10 seconds between, oh my gosh, the sky is darkening, to, well, he's gone now. So, so he it does really <laughs> plows through the area quickly. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've I been questioning my priest, um, but I, I've not seen him other than in a cinematic, like an in-game cinematic in a... Uh, a quest out in Badlands, which honestly was really awesome, but was kind of anticlimactic, it felt like. I was hoping he'd kill me so I'd get the achievement. I enjoy the fact that we're running around uh, screaming right. that we want to get uh, to get killed by Deathwing. Killed. It's kind of funny. Yeah, this is the one time when it's good to stand in the fire. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know a single yeah. person who didn't you don't have a choice. Over and say, <laughs> I don't hurt this in, uh, in any chance they could. And I know a lot of Alliance players who died to him in the... Uh, in Howling Fjord, so we may as well uh, we may as well do what we can to uh, enjoy it and get an achievement for it, right? Yeah. The only thing I'm going to miss at this point uh, isn't actually in the old world. I, I miss I miss the portals, <laughs> except on my mage. But everyone, everyone second, else, I miss second the to that. <laughs> yeah, I, at least uh, until Kata comes out. We had this really funny thing happen today. Uh, everyone was doing the Northrend fishing. Uh, the the fishing tournament today and we're all you know out and out in various places and in, in northrend in the northern content and after the after one guy wins the fishing tournament we're all at back at warsong hold and every single person who had lost the who had come to dalaran and lost the fishing tournament was on the boat and it became the the, <laughs> the fishing boat of shame because you're like taking this horrible walk back to you know back home it's your walk of shame after you all lost the uh, lost the fishing tournament, and everyone was there. And I had never seen that boat more packed than after the fishing tournament. Yeah, I really believe they should have taken yeah. those out when Cataclysm was flipped on twelve oh one a.m. Pacific time on uh, on the, on Tuesday morning. Yeah. Anyone got a whole lot? Actually, of I think they should have left. Yeah, I think they should have left one horde portal and one alliance portal uh, to. Um, Azeroth and one to Shatrath and just and left it at that. Or maybe the portal takes you th to the dark portal if you want to do it that way, just to get you to those worlds and make it easier and having to go find this silly um, boat. And you know, it's just like, especially if you're in Dalaran, you got to fly all the way to a boat and take the boat or take a whatever. And it's like, why? You know, pick one place in the old world and just send us there. And that's fine. Just as long as there's a place we can get immediately without having to take an hour yeah aren't the new hubs stormwind and orgrimmar take one portal to stormwind one to orgrimmar you're good to go but yeah, then people I think they want to avoid that though yeah people would still park well, but in you still Dalaran. can't go back and forth through each side of i think the point was they didn't want you to go to dalaran and then get back to the thing you're not going to have dalaran as a hub if the only place you can go is is orgrimmar it doesn't make sense at that point because it's no longer a portal place you're not going okay i want to go from orgrimmar to um undercity because that's what you're doing you were going back to dalaran to go to undercity then back to dalaran to go to orgrimmar you know but that's not the way it would be you just have one place and i don't think that you're going to use it for that at that point i mean yeah, I'd, like, keep in mind. I'd, accept the I'd accept <laughs> a portal to exodar and silvermoon city as the two places <laughs> you that you really don't want to go, but if it's to get back you to can the fly old from world, there now, it it's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that if they left one portal, like you guys are saying, one portal 
for Horde, one portal for Alliance, so that you're not going to Dalaran to go from Ironforge to Darnassus. You can only go from Dalaran to Ironforge or uh, Iron Dalaran to Orgrimmar. Um, basically, one portal to the to those worlds, so that it's not that Dalaran is useless, but it does limit you on what you can do. Sure, because mm-hmm. I mean, you still have to level through Northrend with the way the game's set up. Yeah. Still, yeah. As but long there, as there there's are no still plenty portals. of things that take you back to the old area. As to, long as there are no portals that take you from new content back to old content, I think they could have been fine. If they had a portal in Org- in Orgrimmar that sent you to Dalaran, you I think it'd be fine. Yeah, just like how no, there's I one that sends that you to the Dark Portal. Yeah, I I think they're gonna do this. Keep in mind, Cataclysm hasn't even dropped yet. There's going to at least be a whole year where they're making minor changes to the game throughout that are probably already planned out. Not everything oh, they've told us yet. So they have this, all this new redesigned stuff. They want us to explore it. They want us to fly over it. They want us to look at it and go through it. And we're not going to do that if we're thinking, okay, well, I want to go from Stormwind to Ironforge, and I'm too lazy to take the tram or fly there. So I'm just going to port myself. I'm going to hearth to Dalaran and take the portal over. And I come from I come from the generation of MMOs where uh, the plane of knowledge killed exploration in like games like EverQuest and things like that. Instant teleportation made. You know, as a gameplay, as gameplay design, yes, it is a good thing to have lots of instant teleportation because you have more instant gratification for people wanting to play your game. But at the same time, this game and MMOs kind of have this a bit of a backwards game design in that a lot of the world is there to not only just explore, but to, you know, experience. And that seems a little backwards sometimes when you think about uh, the way games are being designed these days for maximum accessibility. But but, you know, this is just one of the components of this type of game. And one of those components happens to be exploration. And, you know, sitting and waiting for a boat or a, or a Zeppelin is stupid in a game. But it's not in this game. It has context in this game. It matters in this game. And it may take you a little bit more time. But at the same time, it's one of the, albeit backwards, components of a massively multiplayer. I still miss Captain Placeholder. Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> So but I think yeah. instituting what they've done with the removal of the portals, they've taken the perfect balance here where they say, hey, we've removed the portals, but we're letting you fly. So those who have actually need yeah. to see and need to get there quicker, you're going to be able to get that. So it's a perfect balance, I think. Definitely. Hey, I know. It's, instead of Captain Placeholder, he could become Magi Placeholder. Good Lord. <laughs> Don't desecrate the poor man uh, like that. Yeah. Well, Just wait. It'll become like Final Fantasy where there'll be like groups of mages sitting in one area and the thing that you're going to go to, 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 oh, I want to get a port. I'll go to the port area. And that's going to be the group of mages that charges you 100 gold to get ports to Stormwind. But what, what's different from whenever they had the portals in the game in the first place? Because someone's making money off of it instead. <laughs> okay, good point. That's what's going to happen, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, have, no, you know, that's... that's that's yeah. a valid point. Ma- mages, also, it yeah. happened in Final Fantasy. I know it'll happen in this too. Yeah, mages made a lot of money. Uh, I, when I, I actually left one character accidentally uh, in Dalaran when the patch 4.0.3a hit, and there was oh, there was like at least a dozen mages sitting by the old Azeroth por- old uh, Alliance portals, uh, spamming the trade the uh, general and trade chats with. Portal only ten gold or portal free. Give tips if you want to. It's just like, oh really, oh, really? Come on, guys. This, let, let, let. 
yeah, it was it was just. It was I crazy. know I'm also going to get an, get uh, annoyed on my mage when I'm in places. There people are going to be, hey, can you can you do a port? I'll give you blah blah blah. I mean, I mean, nice. I'll make some money, but you know, I'm trying to do something, and all of a sudden, people are bothering me to get imported somewhere. Or as a warlock yeah. in a in a target city, someone whispering you, hey, can you summon me? Well, do you have two people yeah. who can assist me? And yeah, I'm busy, so go away now. Sure, for sure. In the end, people will adjust to not having portals to use uh, wherever they want to go, and people will get used to it. I mean, we'll be able to fly in a couple of days, so it's not really that big of a deal. So um, the next uh, the next subject I want to bring up here, uh, this is something that was posted on MMO Champion, who was mentioned, of course, on WoW Insider a little bit. And this is something, let me caveat this, beginning with, this is either from April or or February. So this is something that is probably quite old, but it's it's kind of giving a, a code name, I guess, to the next MMO that Blizzard's coming out with, as well as a, uh, a planned timetable for the next couple of expansions, as well as other features. Uh, this is the leaked product slate for Blizzard as of 4 to 10. What do you guys think of this? Uh, this story do you do you guys think this is a valid uh leak no because the world's gonna either gonna end may 21st 2011 according to some church in detroit or december 21st 2012 so how could they have releases in 2013 and 2014 uh, a lot of people They're in the uh, at blizzard at blizzard china were fired and uh, management was shuffled over this it's real wow they're using the julian calendar no. oh okay that makes sense but no, seriously, just because people were fired doesn't mean it's legit. I mean, if you fire people over something, it's something that was legit, usually. <laughs> I would think so. So, Titan. That, or that's the next demo by yeah, the Titan. leak. Yeah, Titan. Yeah. A lot of uh, Titan. Titan has been Titan's been in the works for a while, and uh, and and the the name is something that's been uh, passed around the industry for a while. Um, but. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's you know, it's one of those yeah. things that we don't know too much about, really. It's a multiplayer first-person shooter. Yeah, that 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 label kind of threw me a bit. I'm like, how can you have both an MMO and a first-person? I've shooter? heard it described as Planet Side done right. And if you ever heard of Planet Side or played Planet Side, which was a phenomenal game for its time, way 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 ahead of its time though, um, then you uh, you kind of know what you're in for. I would think. Don't have any other information on that, though. True, true. As Davis in the chat was actually making a good point, only two more expansions. I think that's just at this point, uh, the point of this uh, creation. I don't think they're just going to have two more expansions after Cataclysm. Well, no, didn't Blizzard say that there were only going to be five expansions? I, I mean, you could only go so far in, in Wild's lore. I mean, what do you got next? The Emerald Dream? You start making stuff Shara. Oh, they'll hire yeah, Richard the next stuff. Then. Don't worry. Okay, here's Lou. I'm sure you're watching the the BlizzCon coverage on all things Chris, Azeroth, of course. Chris Metzen can create anything he wants, whenever he wants, and he can find a reason for it. They don't good need point. a reason to create a new expansion. He's very but, good at it. But we have lots of stuff to do. We can still go through a lot of portals. There's Argus. Uh, there's the Titans. There's Sargeras and the and the Burning well, Legion. But, but but if you go to Argus, is it really World of Warcraft then? Well, it's we went to... still the same universe, though. Well, sure, we'd be not? exploring the back history of the Draenei and like I really want to explore the back history of the Space Goats. 
Hey, hey, come on now. Well, Let's not be getting derisive of the uh, the Drenai in the crowd here. Come on now. Yeah. One of the other things that was mentioned in an art, an interview I was reading, I, I don't remember exactly who it was with or, or where, but they were saying that, you know, one of the things they're doing with the characters and building up the characters they have is uh, NPCs, you know, the bigger NPCs, is that actually building up what could be possibly the next set of villains or whatever. I mean, that's something they're not... You don't you don't know what they're planning on. You how many times have they had a, some good guy that's turned into a the bad guy? You have to fight. So, well, that is true. I think without getting spoilery, isn't there two quote unquote major characters now that are going to go to the Twilight Cult? Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Yeah, Matt. Oh wait, he's not here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's see if we can bring him back coming. here. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I'm very curious whatever happened to that because, uh, um, I know that there was a leak as to the, the quest that were expected, but, uh, nothing ever came of it. Yeah. And I don't recall ever hearing anything about that beyond, uh, um, beyond that. I mean, I haven't seen anything in game. Have you guys seen anything in game around that? No, I was in no. Storm. I was in Silvermoon the other day. Okay, that kind of gave it away. But I was in Storm Silvermoon the other day, trying to get the uh, Hordeside Guild done, and he, the faction leader, was still there. In fact, I found the article on WoW.com from August nineteenth, written by Matt. Yeah. So. The thing that bugs uh, me is uh, there were so many people who were complaining about how. Wow would be over for them once Arthas was killed because he was the main big bad character and he's not introduced until Warcraft three. He he was cr created yeah, exactly. for that game, and sure we killed him off in the last expansion, but that wasn't the main culminating event for the entire game. He didn't exist when they came out with the, the original Warcraft. He wasn't in Warcraft two. They had other big bad characters that they killed off then. And if they get rid of uh, the orcs, I think that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> this would just be Warcraft humans. It, it would really work. I, I can yeah, see that. Two expansions from now, every orcs. orc logs in to find out they have to do an automatic race change. Sorry, uh, I could see a very <laughs> angry <Whoa>. populace. <laughs> if that's sad. Would you like to be a sissy elf? Or would you like to be a space goat? <laughs> There'll be some lizard race you can change to. Don't worry about it. Or a moo cow. You could be a moo cow. Or one of those cat people in Oldham. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine a lot of people would like to be one of those cat people in Oldham. I'd love it. That should have been one of the playable races. You're never going to get a race. Time. You're never going to get a race that's not bipedal because yeah. of the mount system in the game and the way mounts work. Walk. Morgan, but not every race wait, 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 wait. We don't wait. have mounts, Lou. Wargans don't have mounts. They are their own mounts. You could you do the can, same thing. They with can these still cats. ride other mounts. It's they can ride every other mount in the game. That's the thing. Yeah, but you, you don't, don't give the other use the running the other actually a chance to get a mount then. Right, but the point is, is that you say like, a, if like let's make a Naga as one of the next races. It's like say Naga, Naga slithers around, right? Doesn't have any kind of thing you can do with the with the with the bipedal mounts. The Naga can have its own mount, but how are you going to stick a Naga on a horse? How are you going to stick a Naga on a coat? No, you're not. Yeah. You put you a might cart. Be able to have with four legs. With carefully, <laughs> careful, very carefully. You give it a chariot type situation. An added feature of the game that will make people want to play. There, I just Blizzard. You can call me to get a uh, check for me tomorrow. I yeah, need I, my. I, 
chariot. Uh, yes, yeah, so grasp it firmly by the hut. Oh wait, no, that's that's swallows and coconuts. Never mind. I, I could have sworn that the <laughs> Worgen were supposed to get some sort of kind of stagecoach ca- chariot sort of thing. They were getting a boar, some stupid crap. Yeah, some kind of I don't know boar. Huh, that's interesting. I, I just enjoyed doing the stagecoach com- component of the Worgen starting area when I was in the beta. Stagecoaches are cool. Well, I could see. See, you're saying stagecoaches are cool, but I say give them a chariot, and it's a chariot. Chariots. Yeah, I see? like the new wagon that you get to ride around in uh, Silver Pine if you're undead. Wagons are also cool. But chariots aren't. I'm just look. I'm not a fan of chariots. <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be my. Well, if it's on fire, nature. it's okay. You, you don't <laughs> want to be Spartacus this time. I don't. I'm just. I'm just not a chariot kind of guy. Oh, and Medras to get back to the faction, uh, faction people and everything. Uh, Matt Rowe actually. I mean Matt Lowe. Sorry. Wrote an article on October 18th about testing the one of the uh, faction people in the Bastion of Twilight. So, apparently, Blizzard decided sometime between now and well, October and now that it wasn't going to happen. Hmm. I I I guess uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see. I mean, there's a lot of content yet that may have changed. I mean, they may have changed stuff between the end of beta and now for some of the stuff, and they may change stuff in the first few days of the expansion. We'll have to wait and see once it gets out to the the greater public. Yes, but there was a lot of people who weren't. Heck, there were people who actually didn't didn't accept the beta keys they got, right? Uh, right, Spot. Yeah, something tells me that the beta key that the email said I got was not actually a beta key. That's why I didn't accept it. <laughs> I, I can understand that one. Uh, How much money did you have to send to the Nigerian prince? So your social security number is what again? Yeah, I. I like, like somebody said, I, can't, I, I I couldn't tell who said it, but yeah, I actually got I just got a hey, you've been invited to the Cataclysm beta test email yesterday. Yeah, I'm still getting a ton of them, and uh, the the one like, like, oh, you should participate in the guild uh, beta test for you know the, the you won the guild beta test thing. I'm like, okay, it's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, really? They realized the beta test? Awesome! I can rejoin it. I, I don't have to re, I don't have to redownload anything. I still have it installed. I can't wait a whole day and a half of beta. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Yeah, all my 80s keep getting that email sent in your inbox, and it's like, oh, the grief. Yeah, but hey, I can get a sparkle pony. I just got a message for that. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah, let, let's not. Sparkle pony. I cannot wait until we get an awesome, awesome mount in the pet store. I'm just saying. Chariot. I'm calling it now. We're gonna get. We're gonna get a chariot. It's going to make me uh, extremely angry. I'm not a chariot person. <laughs> I don't understand. Yes. Flying uh, stagecoach pulled by like, ghost crawler crabs. I'm hoping. I'm hoping goblin bomber with uh, three seats flying mount. Nice. Uh, I maybe I, I could see that as the next uh, forever for a friend reward. I'm not sure. I can see that for uh, for the rest of it though. Twenty five dollars flying. That's a flying pig with a bacon holder. That horse has made them over $10 million in profit. There is no way we're not getting something else. I Yes, I have to agree. Um, Sparkle moose. And uh, for those people who are in the live chat, we will actually give something, give a prize away at the end of the show. Ooh, I think I'm leaving the game. Or show. <laughs> people on the show can participate as well. Oh, oh. excellent. Nice. 
See, one of my lore questions gets answered if I get the if I get the answer first. It's all good. I, of course. Did you send me your questions? Because I don't. I don't, oh, I don't know. Here. I'm. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for him. Don't worry. All right. If you, if you hear right. if you hear clicking on the keyboard, it's it's the. Uh, oh, you have one of the machine. Looking. You have one of the. It's G- Matt G- using his typewriter. You, you, have, <laughs> you have one of the machine machine gun keyboards too, right? Yes, I am. Uh, you know, I'm actually going to be writing uh, writing a writing a letter from the uh, from the Civil War. That's what's going to happen. It's just going to be, <laughs> dearest no. Med, dearest Medros. Here's the list of the whatever. Because on the last episode of uh, All Things Azeroth, we heard uh, Shade's new keyboard. I'm the one who got her onto that keyboard. She loves it. Yes, I I, I can tell she loves it because I can hear it every show. <laughs> That's like, why I'm glad for my my chiclet keyboard. It works perfectly and it's silent. I can't stand my laptop keyboard, but I don't need one that loud. Like. A little, a little physical, you know, a little physical touch. I, I don't mind, but uh, the, 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 the machine gun ones like that, I, I just would drive me crazy. Oh, I found them for you. Here's the lore questions. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> email to me. Um, but uh, so, what do you guys think of the new Christy Golden book that's coming? Out, I love or, or been been said as coming out eventually. I love, I love Christy Golden. Automatically well, love it. First bestseller. Automatic. She's I, great. I would like to start with a proposal for a name change to Goel instead of Thrall. No, I, was gonna, I was gonna say that we should change the name to Thrall colon colon <laughs> of the aspects colon World of Warcraft colon 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 uh part the, three. The Warcraft colon. <laughs> a lot of colons. World of colons. Colon, most important <laughs> character in the game. World of colon. colon. Completely different MMO. Yeah. Colon craft. Oh, it, Not fun. <laughs> we call we call that Aeon. Craft. Oh, oh, oh. But uh, based upon the title, War- World of Warcraft colon Thrall colon Twilight of the Aspects. What do you guys think that'll cover? Uh, Thrall's ascension to Dragonhood. That's it. No, I wouldn't say Dragonhood. I'd say Aspecthood. But it yeah. also leaves a, open a very interesting question about possibly having other people ascend to aspect positions. Yes, I agree. Like potentially a certain mage That's ascending it. to the blue, to the aspect of magic's position. Well, Kalik has been confirmed as being the new uh, yeah. aspect That's of fair. magic, and he's a he's a he's a dragon, but he'll and, he, uh, and he's not insane. So and he's a good f- start. Yeah, That's but he's a, a pansy. We don't like him. Oh, Cali. Better a pansy than an insane. Uh, uh, what's a nice word I can use? Uh, yes, this is a a, a PG thirteen clue. Uh, dang it! Power hungry uh, dictator. Sure, that works. <laughs> so, you, you guys think it'll just cover that, like his the progression of him from where he is now in game, or will be once Cataclysm launches to the, the role of the the Earth aspect. There'll be a shoehorned in alliance story to keep the alliance happy, but yes, it's going to be mostly sure. about Thrall. Somehow, Varian Rin will find his big scarred nose in the book. Er, I am Logosh. Yeah, because <laughs> that seems to be the storyline everyone loves. <laughs> Although it's a good storyline, don't get me wrong. I love. The oh yeah, like in Varian Rin, but he's freaking. I, I, I play alliance. Here's a Lord on Arjudan server U.S. By the way. And Varian Rin still gets on my nerves. And, and that's it, the All Things Azeroth show guild, just for those who don't know. Very nice. The only the problem that I have, and I and I voice my I voice my opinion of Varian Rin constantly, and uh, most people know 
what my right. opinion of very very Ren is. It's just it, it it the character seems so out of place because it's as if the alliance has a war chief opposed to a king. And yeah, I think totally. that the I think that the faction would be uh would be much more compelling if they had a king. Let me put it this way. I think if if Anduin would, would become the king, the alliance would be a lot more appealing. Yeah, it'd be a diplomatic it'd be a diplomatic conflict opposed to a personal conflict, which is what I feel like it's with uh with Ar- with Varian. And you know, it, it it's the same with Garrosh, really. I mean, it's 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 it feels very personal, but they're I guess we're gonna yeah. get that. We're gonna get a. We're gonna get a a lore thing. It came out today. The uh, the Garrosh story that they that they put out, which is great. If you haven't gone to the uh, the the new Blizzard community site and read uh, the Heroes of the Alliance and the Horde uh, Part One is a is a seven page uh, Garrosh story about him and where he's coming from with his whole you know understanding of what's going on with the war and things like that is excellent. And I'm, I guarantee we're gonna get a great one about about Varian soon. If it's as good as the uh, Garrosh one was, it's Good, good stuff, and that's yeah. Awesome. By the way, you can also go to wild.joystick.com to read Shades Know Your Lore on Garage Hellscream. And Shades was released today. Yes, it yes. was. But, yes, we do like Shade. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But yeah, I, I've been kind of lagging behind on my reading. I have about maybe thirty pages left in the Shattering, and wow, it it, it changes everything I've seen in the in-game Shattering. It makes me really question whether I really should be supporting the alliance or possibly supporting a certain warch, a certain uh, chieftain of the Torrin. <laughs> I say uh, let's secede from the Horde and the alliance from a third faction. Yeah, totally. The seeds were planted uh, in the Sunwell with the Jirani and the Blood Elves. It would be interesting to see if we got a third faction. That, that's uh, sort of like Dark Age of Camelot, right? They had three factions, mm-hmm. didn't they? Dark Age of Camelot certainly did have three factions. A lot of fun, too. Or the semi-neutral factions in EverQuest. Yeah. So, do you guys think we'll ever see that kind of thing where Blizzard might take it into a third playable faction? No. Nah, really, they it, 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 never it would. would require so much refactoring and reforming that it'd be better to just throw an entire world-shattering hammer and reboot the entire game from scratch. Gee, it sounds familiar, that thing you're talking about. Well, I would equate it to the world-shattering hammer that was in EverQuest 1 that rebooted the entire game to be EverQuest 2. But yet EverQuest 1 still continued. It's not even a reboot issue. It's an upkeep issue. I mean, you may recall how in the beginning where they had Alliance had Paladins and Horde had Shaman, every time they made a change to a Paladin or a Shaman class, they had to try to change the other one so that they were in balance, and the two classes were becoming too similar. And yep. They just said, okay, let's forget this. Let's give the Horde a Paladin and give Alliance a Shaman because we can't keep doing this. And, and if they had think... three factions thing to balance, they're not going to be able to do it. Well, plus the, the building whole... blocks of the... the uh... The game are set in such a way right now, including battlegrounds, where everything is 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 polar. You have one, and then the yeah. other. If you add a third, it really kind of unbalances everything. That's what I was just about to say. The whole point, the whole appeal of the game is horde versus alliance. I mean, they essentially they already have a they have a neutral non-playable faction, multiple of them actually. Yeah. See, Shatrath and Dalaran. Yeah. Oh, the the Argent factions. Uh... 
certain uh, certain goblin cartels, things like that. There you I mean, go. You've got you've Plus, got the you've got the neutral factions in there. It's just it's not a question of whether or not they'd want to do something. It's a question of whether or not it's feasible or even or even you know wanted. I don't I don't even I mean a lot of people voice the fact that they want a third faction. They don't feel like certain factions fit very well in the uh, in the other ones, but. Uh, I think over time we're gonna we're gonna get that. I think. Well, the best example I could give of that is the Torin. The Torin don't fit at all with the with the Horde, except for the fact that Thrall and the Orcs saved the Torin from the Centaur. Otherwise, I think the Torin would actually fit in better with the Alliance. Hmm, that'd be an interesting change. Or even even the Blood Elves. I mean, the Blood Elves, especially now in Cataclysm, by Pinhead Hellscream have been kicked to the curb. They even though everything that happened with the alliance, I think the blood elves would be better in a neutral faction or with the alliance. Hmm. I think the Torin fits so well with the horde because of the way their society is built. Their society is that of of the ousted nomad that has finally come home and it's very much uh it's very much the orcs, you know, past the first war and not only the fact that they share a very shamanistic uh, sure. shamanistic beginnings and things like that. They, they're proximity wise. They, they're, they're very, they sure, feel but... foreign to the, uh, to the Alliance, despite the fact that the Torrent have probably been there for longer than anybody. It's, but if you, if you look at it though, you got the warlike orcs, cannibalistic trolls, the new Lich Queen in Sylvanas. <laughs> Speaking of that, that anything, that... anything she's going to be replaced at some point. Yes. Probably. But you it's know. It, she's probably going to migrate to Northrend would be my assumption. Make she's a power play for the helm. But beyond that, I think we're going to see someone else step in who's possibly a, more moderate in their views. I, I think, think living Sylvanas, in I think Sylvanas is going to I think Sylvanas is going to have uh, I think Sylvanas is the, the her her arc her story is going to be changed drastically during the course of the expansion with the potential return of her sister from Outland or wherever the hell her sister yeah. is. Um, I think it's going to be one of those moments where she realizes that she has done something incredibly wrong, and it's going to be very you know. Metzen talked about this at BlizzCon. Metzen said he's a sucker for a good redemption story. So what's going to happen with every single character? You can bet there's going to be some sort of redemption involved. He loved, Against loved, loved the Blood Elves redemption story. He thought it was the greatest thing on the planet with the reigniting of the Sunwell and and becoming in favor with the Naru. He thought that was the greatest thing in the world. Sylvanas is going to have some sort of redemption story. They're not going to waste characters like they did. They wasted Illidan. He said he wasted Illidan. He said, we screwed up with Illidan. We wasted him, and I wish we could bring him back in a huge, fun redemption story. And I think that the same thing is going to happen with Sylvanas. They're not going to waste her. Too many people like her. But can well, truly, truly redeem Sylvanas, Windrunner? Yeah, well, she, sure. She did. If you read into the extended lore that what is it? The Arthas book, the sitting right uh, beside me. The Lich King, the Lich Queen sub story, where it's the storyline from Sylvanas's point of view. It really gives you the impression that she could be easily redeemed. See, I I see her too much as the anti Jaina Proudmore to be redeemed. See, see, my my view on on Sylvanas is this. For somebody who is supposedly so upset about what Putris did at the Wrathgate, she's been throwing the plague around a fair bit in the in, in the last couple of weeks. That yeah. too. 
I mean, it's, even, it's even upset that he used the plague. She was upset that he used it then without her permission. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I That's mean, even, the issue. Even Garros, for all of his pinheadedness, is telling Sylvanas, whoa, back up here a minute. Don't do this. You're on a road to damnation. Be careful. He, uh, for, for all the things that people hate about Garrosh, if they actually look at him in the game, he's a pretty good war chief. I would be proud. I would be more proud to serve under Garrosh than I would Varian Ren. Mm. I because, will. I'll have to play through his story when I uh, roll my goblin to yeah. actually get a gauge as to how well, good of a no, war no, no, chief no. Don't is. read. Don't play. Play. Play a Forsaken. The Forsaken is where yeah, you the really see Garrosh's non-meatheadedness. I see yeah. a lot of the Forsaken. Sorry, I just played through uh, the three major uh, Undead Zones recently, making an Undead Hunter, and I've been having such a blast with it. And you come out of, like, it's the same, same thing when you're playing the Worgen Zone. When you play the Worgen Zone, you come out absolutely hating the Undead because they have screwed you over nonstop from the beginning to the end. Um, when I come out of the uh, the undead zones. I am vehemently angry and upset that there are invaders trying to take my homeland, because Lordaeron may have fallen, but the people who lived in Lordaeron are still there. They hey, might the not be alive. They might not be alive, but it's certainly their home. You have the heroes of Lordaeron ready to defend it. Yeah, so, that was another cheap plug. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and the wonderful. Yeah, I agree with that. In terms of the Lord Forsaken. Yeah, the uh, the Forsaken starting zones. I I have my uh, my undead hunter. I've been been leveling also, and I that was the sil silver pine is just amazing. I mean, it went from being yeah. like the horrible zone to one that I it's one of the best I've seen ever at this point. Now, Arathi, on the other Your hand, is just great. Uh, all right. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah well. Does anybody would anybody be upset really if Arathi just like didn't exist anymore? The uh, Highlands or another the Arathi location? <laughs> the Arathi Highlands. I I actually played through it this week when I was grinding for Lore Master 2.0 after I got the original Lore Master. It really wasn't that bad, I didn't think. Did they change anything like? The the quest lines flowed a lot better, I thought. Granted, there were a couple that I would have preferred not to have to run all the way across the zone. Uh, was it the Shards of Mirzrael? I think it is. That one quest. Uh, it's the Princess's Trapped quest line. I mean, oh, yes, yeah. to have to run across the entire zone to touch these four specific elemental binding circles. But beyond it, it wasn't that bad, I didn't think. I never minded Arathi, except for the Forsaken Courier and his bodyguards coming up against my baby pre the first time I was ever playing through the zone, and I really didn't know what was going on, except that I died really, really fast. Yeah, well, I went through there recently <laughs> on my Death Knight. I pretty much had no problem with that Forsaken Courier and his and his crew. Well, not now. I was about well, ten uh, levels. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I hate but... that, that section. I hate that um, the troll area in the southeast corner. That the quests there are annoying. I, I prefer the, um, the. Also, I um, the change that changes they made. Um, I don't know. It, it's not enough. I think they really kind of left that one alone too much. They needed more. I mean, I I played my lock originally when you actually had to go up to Arathi Highlands 
to a very specific elemental binding circle to complete one of your summoning demon tricks. And it at that point, it was very annoying because you had to be very careful. But since they've taken it out, there's nothing else really left. And, and there's not really that many quests there either, is there? No. Um, I think there's 25 or so. It's not that many. So has anybody played, say, the new Eastern Plague Lines quests? Yes. Oh, yeah. Not yet. Any, anybody else think that, that is an awesome change? Uh, it, it definitely ties the storyline better throughout the entire zone rather than having to run to the one flight point at the very eastern edge of the zone. You get oh, the yeah. flight points all throughout it, and you get a storyline which pushes you from each quest hub to the next quest hub. And that was the first thing I did when, once the new patch dropped. I went and did that quest line. And there was one part uh, you had to complete a certain quest or the next quest guy wouldn't show up. And yeah. it was annoying to try to figure out, okay, where the where the, where is this person and why can I not see him? And after digging through Wowpedia, Wowhead, and Curse, I finally figured out, oh, I have to go back to this original quest and go do that. Then he'll show up, then I can do his quest, and then he'll get on the caravan. Yeah. Yeah, see, I think Blizzard's done an amazing job with phasing so far. Like, it was Definitely. good in Wrath of the Lich King, and it's gotten a lot better in Cataclysm. And well, you can actually now see when somebody you're in a party with is in a different phase than you, which is a yeah. big issue. Is that neat? Yeah, that component is still going to be a pain when you've gone through and quested all the way through zones, so you're locked to this one specific phase. And some you're wanting to assist someone, a grildy, whatever, with another component that it's an old phase. It kind of becomes a pain to figure out, well, have you completed this? Have you completed this? Have you completed this? Oh, that's why we can't see each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, Stormy, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, well. How are you enjoying the new content? Mic problems. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so we'll we'll, uh, we'll move on to something else. What do you guys think about the change to PvP brackets in the most recent patch? Goods everywhere are crying. Yeah. Explain to me what what exactly was changed. Well, it used new to be like your battle your battleground levels were ten to nineteen. Now it's 10 to 14 and 15 to 19, so that no no person in that battleground will be too high for you to hit. So in other words, no more twinks. Yeah. Okay, well, I have still have a twink. Well, twinks. There's gonna be you'll, twice you'll have twinks, but you'll have them in the up. The X twinks will be in the upper division of the 10 level bracket. They'll so like, basically okay, okay. split. Go ahead. So if if I understand this, if I have say a level 10 priest. I take them into the battlegrounds. Instead of seeing a level 29 hunter with full heir heirloom gear, I'm going to see a level 14 hunter with some heirloom ge gear. Or potentially full heirloom gear if they're being supported by someone who has that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a lot better than what it was. Ba basically, I think this, the, oh, sorry, go ahead, Skolnik. 
Yeah, I was just saying this. What I really, really like about this is it lends the opportunity to, at any point in your leveling process, you know, you can be doing levels and and get yourself to maybe 24 or 22. And what used to be a pain is if you feel like doing some PvP and jumping in a battleground, you're going to be a 22 versus the 29s. And this now lends the opportunity to get yourself in a battleground, uh, be able to play, and feel as though you're not overmatched. And so I really like it. It just really makes the chances for you to, to be able to do battlegrounds and feel comfortable with it uh, a really good thing. I mean, personally, I haven't touched PvP since Wrath. I was a big PvPer in Wrath, did fairly decently in arenas, but once, uh, sorry, uh, Beast Burning Crusade, once Wrath came, I got into a raiding guild, and I mean, we would go in and do Vault and the and the winter grass just so we could get vault but beyond that we really haven't i really haven't touched it other than to complete the uh holiday achievements right all right um so what do you guys think the biggest news uh cat for or sorry for wrath of Lich king will be um you know december 8th 2010 like looking back all the changes, everything that happened in Wrath. Um, what will you, what do you guys think will look back and see be the well, when you're looking back, what do you think will be the biggest uh, biggest change or biggest feature, uh, notable thing about Wrath? Well, I think the uh, introduction of Death Knights has to rank up there because they tried something with the hero classes. It was kind of a failure, but they still at least tried. I think it'll be a shared achievement. Uh, the Death Knight's inscription as a new profession and the mechanic of phasing and yeah. the whole pre-Wrathgate layout versus post-Wrathgate when you just go through and you see how epically they changed that layout. Well, even I would the have to say of... phasing as well. Yeah, like Sons, Sons of Hodir, for example, was a great yeah. example of phasing. Because, I mean, one minute they're not there, the next minute you're doing quests, all of a sudden they're there, you have more quests to do, and you're golden. Okay. Not Christy. I don't know, I think the, the greatest one thing, thing that... The greatest... Oh, sorry, go ahead. The one thing that kind of annoys me about phasing is you have to go either inside or you have to go very far away in order for them to repaint the area so you don't see all the in-between co components. Okay. Yep. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Skolnik. Yep, I was just going to just say that I completely agree, and I think Matt was about to say something, too. I was just going to say that I think that uh, Blizzard has, you know, Blizzard puts a lot of, uh, what's the word, features on the box, you know, that... Yeah. This Fan comes studio. in, blah, 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 blah. All this stuff on the box. But all the things that, that never made it on the box are going to be the uh, the key innovations for Wrath of the Lich King. Um, yeah. Phasing, obviously. Phasing was never on the box. I mean, they didn't Blizzard <laughs> do what exactly what everyone, the, like the holy grail of MMOs was that you could actually physically change the world that you were a part of. And when you did something, it changed. Blizzard did it. 
they found a way to do it and they did it and they then you know it's getting progressively more and more and more complex and 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 fun and and used in many different ways it's you know it's like a new language for them to get to to actually use and it's awesome and it's wonderful and no one that they didn't tell anyone they were doing it it just happened it just appeared in wrath uh the same thing with the uh with the new systems for um for gear for for gearing up the point system the emblems turn points you know in 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 Burning oh, Crusade, yeah. the emblems was an incredibly primitive system of, you know, let's run Karazhan to get loot for uh, Sunwell. And it was a little rough and it was it was it, it felt shoehorned in and it felt hackneyed. But then Wrath of the Lich King, it became super overcomplicated and weird, but they learned from it. The point system and the new thing, the new point systems is going to be a huge deal. And also under the hood. You know why you have 10, a maximum of 10 cooking awards now. You have a maximum of 10 cooking awards so that you can't save up a million cooking awards because from now on, here on out, you don't need a new currency because you have a low cap. You can still spend them and save them up to buy something that's going to be big, but you don't have the Dalaran cooking award problem where people are going to have thousands of them saved up and then next next tier of content comes out, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. Now you've got a 10 cap. It's going to be easy to... Uh, to, to put new things in and not worry about people having to have already having enough to buy everything and, and, and make the content completely trivial. So how are they going to handle the uh, super speed chef's hat with that? The hat used to be a hundred emblems and that was a pretty serious grind that you had to work through. Dalaran cooking awards are still in the game through the Dalaran, um, through the Dalaran uh, cooking dailies. So you can still do them. You can still gain Dalaran cooking awards, but for anything new above 80, it, the recipes and everything are costing the new chef's awards, which are, are from Orgrimmar, and you only have uh, 10 maximum. Okay, so you can you could still load you up still on do Dalaran the Dalaran stuff. awards. Because Definitely, that is I don't think one of the things be... I really worked on. Yeah, but there's not going to be any new ones. I don't think there's going to be any new items that you're going to ever be able to buy with Dalaran Cooking Awards. Yeah, it's all cataclysm, going to be... Cataclysm apron or something. A cataclysmic apron is going <laughs> to be... There you go. Yeah. Hopefully. That'd be nice. So it's going to speed up our... I was barbecue grill. Yes. So I think that the thing that people are going to like from Wrath the most whereas the, is the, um, the barber shops. I think that's... Okay, maybe not, but... <laughs> What about the dance studio? Yeah, I was yes. just gonna say. Where is the dance? Studio? The barbershop at least was in the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the dance studios are hidden. Things? It's under Iron Forge. Okay, I, I haven't checked this since 4.0 dropped. But before 4.0, if you went to the barbershop in Stormwind and went upstairs, there was like a little trap door with a skeleton. So it was like the um, demon barber of Fleet Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It was a good nod. Definitely. Yeah, I think we're going to get the dance studio at the same time I get my moose. The moose will dance. You get yes. a camel. Spark camels moose. are pretty cool. I want a I moose. Ugly, ugly camels. Or my pony, whichever comes first. So so did you guys hear the, the, the mention of the moose on the most recent Blizzcast? I didn't no, listen. No, I didn't. No, do say. Uh, they actually interviewed... It was, was Nathera uh, who had actually interviewed... Uh, gross crawler and said, "You know, you keep having this this habit of promising people mounts." 
And I, and I actually don't recall hearing the answer because I was laughing too hard. Do people even listen to the Blizzcast? Well, I it think is a lot the official world Blizzard podcast, you know. No, I didn't. It's always so produced. It makes me feel it sad. Is. Yeah, but 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 Matt, as a, as a a fellow host of a podcast, occasionally when Mike Sacco is not there, wouldn't you um, love to interview some of the people they interview? Of course, who wouldn't? I'd like to interview Ghostcrawler or Kaplan or anybody else from Blizzard that's higher than you know GM. And he is such a Greg Street is such a nice guy too. So for sure, I, I if I, I, if I ever make Medros doing the interview. First question, where's my moose? Second question, why do you keep... No, 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 no. You, you got it wrong. You got it wrong. It's, where's my moose, eh? What's that all about? Second okay. question is, how how much do you want to nerf pallies some more? Third question, hire me? <laughs> I, I think I think that third question would be in, in, would not be needed because I think he'd be gone by the time I got the, the second question about paladins, but that's just me. I want to I know the tame druids. No. Yes, it's gonna happen. No, no you know we're not. We're not, gonna one... have, we're not gonna have taming druids there, Brigloo. There's that one instance <laughs> in Zanger Marsh where one of the bosses is a broken who tamed a druid, and he See? is the greatest hunter ever. He did. See, and it's in game time. already. I want to be able to tame druids. Dang it. Well, and every time you know, in, uh, him, he drops paladin gear. So I'm still in, sad um, that not only an epic hunter, the greatest hunter in the world, tamed a druid, he also is so epic that he wears paladin gear. Wow, nice. I'm he just still carries sad we didn't get two-headed ogres from the April Fools, like from a million years ago. There uh, you go. Well, that'd be, that'd be wonderful. Did you I, notice in Silver Pine you can you can skin uh, worgen druids? Yes, you can. Worgen druids that are the bears, you can skin them. That's how you. you know, <laughs> I leveled up skinning over there. <laughs> I'm still upset that I'm not able to tame a, a worgen as a pet. I want worgens and druids. Make it happen. But but Lou, we we talked about this back when you when, when you originally were upset that you you were not able to keep your worgen druid your your worgen. Uh, my working two and one perfect your working pet that you had yes. and you actually predicted back well i can't remember if it was you or me one of us predicted that the reason you couldn't keep your organ is that no, you're no, actually no, making out a race was, this one was totally me i actually in that episode i actually said they are making organs one of the races i i said i, I said that's why blizzard was was in such an uproar over taming them Although it doesn't explain why you're able to skin them then, because if they're humanoids, even in bear form, you shouldn't be able to skin them, according to Blizzard. That, that's a lot of Yeah, one. you shouldn't. They're called inconspicuous bears. Yes, they're they're pretending they're bears. You're just skinning the skins they were okay. pretending. Okay, so if I'm able to inconspicuous bear, I want to tame a worgen. All right. So, inconspicuous worgen. No. Yes. I, I don't know how many of you people hit, read my, my Twitter account, but uh, I actually posted a suggestion on there, and I was actually told by the Blizzard community service or customer service uh, uh, to actually post this on the forums. Somebody brought up an interesting thing here. The, the suggestion I made was that they needed an indicator when a quest or turning in a quest was going to trigger a cinematic because there's a lot of cinematics that have been introduced to the game, but I don't play with any sounds. 
at all. Uh, now, one thing that somebody actually mentioned to me, and I actually went and, and checked this out, most of the cinematics that have been ad added to the game don't have voice work. No, but someone needs to get on that. I, I think that's a bit disappointing. I, 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 would, I would want voice work for my cinematics. Yeah, totally. Well, I, Is it just me? I mean, I did the uh, Red Ridge Mountains quest lines, and there's a cinematic which is effectively the capstone if you're going for the lore master of that zone. And it's pretty epic, but, I mean, I'm perfectly fine without having any special voice work on it. Because, yeah, uh, spoiler alert, they do destroy a sem a Dragon Maw base over there. And it's pretty epic. Oh, I was going to say, don't tell me they destroyed the bridge again. Oh, no. People would be up in arms I and think that'd be funny. the bridge again. I think that'd be hilarious. We fixed it. Boom. Oop, we destroyed it again. Damn Knowles. Speaking I of blame Deathwing. The forest was merely set back. Yes, oh, that man. was epic. You know, it's a it's a knoll in the picture of the uh, the Fortune website, right? Is the the knoll from? Uh, I thought that was from... a organ. It's a, it's a, it's the knoll from, uh, from the Dark Moon Fair, the fortune teller. I know that looks like a worgen to me. That is a knoll. Whatever okay. he is, that knoll oh, has been in the like game a, yeah, for four and like a half a years. That but... simply looks like a worgen to me. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, speaking of that, what do you guys think about the fact that the uh, the alliance was the first to one hundred percent? Glory and honor to the alliance. Both need to, to, to get the last thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of cheap. Ford were too uh, busy uh, raiding Westfall over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alu, that, that is the knoll from the Darkmoon Fair. Is it? It, looks like a worgen, yes. it? it does look like a worgen, but it's actually the knoll. Her name is huh. Sage. It is the fortune teller from the Dark Moon Fair. The one, it says it's a worgen here. But, okay. According to according to Wellwicky, Sage is a knoll and one of the few knolls that are not hostile. Yeah, he is well, not Wellwicky. Or Mudstown clans of knolls based on his coloration. Aside from being neutral, he also has been able to speak full common. Most knolls <laughs> only speak low common. Thank you for that, Wellwicky. Yes, yeah, thank you for that, reading, Mr. McCurley. You're welcome. Are, are, you, are you the new narrator for Wowpedia? If only. Yeah, that's better. Wellwicky's old. Long live Wildpedia. Wildpedia is the same information, same people, different organization. That's all it is. Yeah. So from what I could tell, the kerfuffle <laughs> about it was the the Wildpedia, the Wikia wanted to change the skin and Wow and the Wow well, Wiki what then, people. What ended up happening was Wikia has a skin that allows for more ads. The ads were getting in the way of people reading things on page now common sense would tell you just to look in google chrome for the extensions or firefox and add ad block but people aren't that smart so there you go you want to hear about an ad that's been really ticking me off the uh the cataclysm ad that happens whenever you go to wowhead uh if you're trying to mouse your you know mouse your cursor over the search bar in wowhead sometimes the uh the Cataclysm ad will like scroll itself down over your search bar and you can't click it. It's really annoying. Yeah, you know what? Somebody really should let them know that, that Deathwing has kind of burned their page a little bit and you can see the code yeah. and it's really messy. Hey, 
I can see something that says the Barons and remove NPC. They're getting rid of Chuck Norris. Thank God. <laughs> Finally. Oh, Finally. Uh, what was it? And it ghost crawl. The ghost crawler object is supposed to be granting mounts and ponies. I think. Did I uh, see I'm that okay correctly? Yeah. Gross. Uh, uh, cash sign ghost crawler. Arrow, give pony, parentheses, everyone. I'm okay I'm with that. my pony. It's about time. And, and, and what you can't see is just, just off that line is, uh, just kidding. That's not funny. <laughs> oh, but it is. But it is. Oh, no, you know what NPC they're removing in this code? Mankirk's wife. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Her name is Olgra. Get it right. Pay your the pay your respects. Says, the code just says Mankirk's wife. So here here's a question, folks. What uh, what do you think the big thing about Cataclysm that'll that'll that it will be remembered for will be when we're looking back at you know while while's fourth expansion is looming on the horizon? What do you think the one thing about Cataclysm or are we have we have we even seen that one thing? Yes, All we have. Early setback. I, Boom. It's the force is merely a setback because for every quote unquote major character, they can never die. Something is always a setback. Guaranteed, Deathwing will come back in one form or another because the Firelands or Twin Twilight Bastion or whatever is merely a setback. I'm calling it now. Cataclysm is the I beginning would say of the, the main end thing for 25 man rating. So you think it'll be all ten men after this? I think it's no. I don't think it's going to be all ten men after this, but definitely one more after that, or any in, any Blizzard uh, games going forward that involve rating of some kind, or even potentially next expansion. Who knows? Uh, I think the twenty-five man rating. See, the Matt Rossi actually explained it the best way when uh, when I was talking to him about this. But the way you scale up encounter content is you have a, a five man, which is three DPS, a healer, and a tank. 10-man content, you double that. Two tanks, two healers, and the rest DPS, and usually one of those DPS is an off-spec healer to bring in for certain encounters. But that that exists. That's there. That's one of the that's one of the 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 wiggle room areas that they have for for content. The problem with 25 minutes is that the encounter scales up odd. It doesn't scale up into five groups, it scales up into one 25-man group. There's not five tanks in a 25-man, there's not five healers in a 25 man necessarily usually there is but you know what i mean the tanks don't scale correctly the groups don't scale correctly 10 mans are much easier to to plan around and and do content for because of the rigid nature of the uh the makeup that are going to each one of these uh instances and i think that if they have 10 man content only you're going to see a lot more content rather than them having to design encounters that differ uh in challenge for both 10 and 25 mans and uh you know with the first, the first, uh, the first death throws are the, uh, the the loot being the same and the lockouts changing, and you know I think it's just a matter of time. And I'm you know it, it's it's rough for people who enjoy twenty five man encounters and twenty five man fights, but I think that's the that's one of the new things where I think that's one of the the, the paths they're going down based on accessibility and based on their previous uh, previous experience. I got burned alive by Deathwing, and all I got was an achievement for it. <laughs> this t-shirt. Do, do you guys think that... <laughs> the jealousy of everyone else listening. <laughs> do you guys think that 
that Cataclysm would be known as the beginning of the end of World of Warcraft, or will this be more a, a beginning of a new era for the game where they have now refreshed the game to the point where they can kind of start new um, and go for another five, ten years? I'm I think it's, the, new it's era. definitely... Yeah, it's definitely a watershed moment. There's a lot of stuff that's changing, but it's not the beginning of the end. Uh, just because someone's graduated from high school doesn't mean their world is over. They go on to college. Now, if they go back and visit that high school and look at what they had, it all feels weird and different and old, and their experience so in college is probably much better. So it's like going from the new content to Outlands or Northrend. It is, but I think that they were able to – the Blizzard designers have been able to take what they learned from Vanilla – uh, the improvements and the enhancements that they were able to take from the Burning Crusade and Lich King and be able to say, all right, we knew we knew that certain areas, the quest didn't work right. Certain mechanics yeah. could be improved in a certain way. And this was the perfect opportunity to take all they've learned for six years and apply it and kind of and do a good job with it. So I think it really is a beginning of a new era. And I think that it could have been, if implemented incorrectly, it could have been the end. But instead, I think it really turned out well. Okay, look, for, for a couple – once Blizzard said we're coming out with a new MMO, people automatically assumed it was WoW 2.0. Cataclysm is WoW 2.0. They've come out and said it. They've come out and said the game is six years old. We had to do something. Realistically, the only thing that can kill WoW is WoW. EverQuest, EverQuest and EverQuest a bazillion or however many – games EverQuest has out. I've never played it, so I don't know. We'll never do that. Okay. Eve will never do that. The only thing that can kill WoW is WoW. Once Blizzard decides we're done with our cash cow, we're moving on to World of StarCraft Diablo. That's it. Okay. Stormy, what do you think? Sorry, I don't know what to think, actually. Okay. What do, what do you think, Matt? Uh, uh, I think it's it's uh, you know again this is the most clever, cleverly done World of Warcraft two that they could have done. They they're not splitting the player base. They're not making a new game. Uh, I think that we're going to halfway through this expansion. I'm guaranteeing maybe maybe like a year from now, maybe a year and a half from now, we're going to get a nice big content patch that's going to patch in a lot of new player models and some things like that. I think we're going to get some some really nice things with Cataclysm. Not right now, because they've been spending a lot of time working on Cataclysm. Sure. But I think that we're going to be getting a lot of cool things with Cataclysm. Uh, not right out the bat. Uh, not right out the door or out the you know out the gate, whatever. Uh, some sort of metaphor you want to use for it. But uh, Cataclysm is doing something for World of Warcraft, which MMOs have tried in the past, have completely failed at, Cataclysm is doing something for MMOs that we never thought could be done in that World of Warcraft ended. Yeah. It is over. It's gone. Yeah. They turned off the old world. Sure, there are remnants of it, but it is gone. You cannot go back and play that ever. You can never go back and play the original World of Warcraft. It's gone. It's been replaced. And MMOs, I think... I'm going to go as far as saying that I don't think any other MMO could have done that because I don't think they have the balls that Blizzard does. And Blizzard has the fan base, the money, the safety, and the security to do something like this because 
they're Blizzard because they mm -hmm. have World of Warcraft. They can they can do something like this. And the the, the biggest issue I think that's going to come from Cataclysm really is that you're going to see a lot of people who are like, well, well, what game is this? Yeah. Where where yeah. are we? Mm -hmm. What game is this? What game am I playing? I'm not playing. Am I playing World of Warcraft? Maybe. You're not. You're playing World of Warcraft Cataclysm, World of Warcraft 2, World of Warcraft yeah. 2.0, whatever you want to call it. Blizzard has taken a step forward with this game that a lot of people I don't think really thought was possible, and they proved that they could do it. Well, that's and why I said the uh, good. yeah. The only thing that's come close has been revamping of uh, graphics for a bunch of different MMOs. The only thing they could do is to replace all the graphics. That right. I and mean, that's really the the limit to what I've seen in the past for this type of thing. And and, and you're right that, that that's what you know they were able to do. But I think that in some ways they realized they had to do it. I think they realized that they were having issues where people were coming in and not really wanting to go all the way up to where they were. They can't do extra more and more and more levels unless they make it so that people who want to start from the beginning again can actually get to there. Yeah. And they want to keep growing. You know, they don't want to stop it however many million they have. They want to keep going. So it's silly to not take that time and say, look what we can do. We can make people want to go back to these old places again. So yeah. I think it was I think it was WoW Insider that first reported, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, but they reported that players on the trial accounts were done with the trial accounts by the time they hit level ten. So Blizzard, a lot of most yeah. most uh, most players stop playing the game at level ten. So I think Blizzard, especially after they acquired Activision or Activision acquired them or whatever, realized that they needed to do something to keep those players in. And what they did was they revamped the world so that those levels 1 through 10 or 1 through 20 or whatever it's on the trial account are more appealing and people want to continue on. And as I said, the and only And it's thing... amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's simply, I mean, I, I re-rolled a human hunter just to see it all. For the first time ever, I'm actually enjoying a hunter. But I, that's why I said I think the only thing that can kill WoW is WoW. It is essentially Blizzard saying, we're done. There's nothing else to do. And moving on to the next project. So do you guys think that Blizzard learned from EQ's mistake when WoW launched? I mean, really, when when WoW was launching, EverQuest was making what I feel was their biggest mistake ever. They split their player base by starting a new game Definitely. from the same world. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. That's why I said when people, when Blizzard said we're making a new MMO, people automatically assumed, oh, they're going the EverQuest route and making WoW 2.0. Uh, that wasn't the case. Blizzard was smart and realized we can't split our 12 million players like that. Well, we need they to were. Keep them in, we they, need to keep them in one set, one specific game the whole way through. They, they are See, they are doing that. They're just doing it smart. Whereas you had... EverQuest 2 making the mistake of splitting their player base between people who want to stay in the old world where their characters were and starting to do new characters. Um, this, this was Blizzard seeing, oh, well, look what happened to EverQuest 2 when they split their player base. We need to revamp the world, but we can't do it with changing the, uh, the player base. We can't remove the player base and shove them off to, new, to a new version of the game. So basically they did WoW 2.0, but like Matt said, they did it in a smart way where they forced people to do 
the uh, the the go into the new world. But hey, you can keep your level eighty. Also, yeah, that's no, why that's, I think that's why I think we're yeah. going to be seeing yeah. more playable character races being added to the game uh, with every expansion. I think that it's very easy to do uh, content now yeah, that is. Uh, content for the for the one through 16 one through 17 whatever and then feed those new character races into different areas of the game they don't necessarily have to do the uh the inclusion of the races uh as much into uh into the into the game i think that that's going to be the way you're gonna they're gonna make you constantly play the uh the old content and i think now actually it seems like we're not going to get any more hero classes because the hero class system with death knights was was a pre-cataclysm invention to get you to make new characters and keep you in game mm-hmm. while at the same time giving you the giving you a way out of playing the old content but now since it's it's super easy to go through the old content and it's been streamlined and amazing that now we don't need hero classes again we can we can give you the 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 monk class or whatever class is coming next and we can say play it from level one we don't need you to start at 55 it can still be an epic uh you know a hero class but you're not going to start at 55 the reason death Knights started at 55 was because one to 55 sucked yeah and it was a reward for getting through it that converse well and also i think they don't have to they don't have to um uh they don't have to balance races you know that when you were saying that they're they can add races it's much easier it's a lot easier to balance a race than it is to balance a class and you sure. and we've seen that they are they are they are not they are willing to not care about race balance because the new yeah. uh racial talents and racial skills have not come in for the other classes that has been scrapped they're not doing anything with it we have no clue what they're doing the worgen and the goblin racials that were in are in and are going to stay in and are leaps and bounds better than everything else that has come before it we're we're as a player base going to just have to deal with it yeah it, it's it's really it's it's really just the way it is going to be. Um, in the end, people will have to adjust to the new world, and they will have to learn to play the new world. Uh, Blizzard can't, you know, as many people like would like, they can't keep vanilla servers going. They can't keep um, a different version of the world. No. Another thing I think they did they did smart was they revamped it and. It, the armor, at least for the first uh, maybe 50 levels, they made it all the same. I mean, you have one uniform look. Exactly. I got on my priest that I hadn't played for about half of Wrath. He was only like level 12, and I played him until I got a quest reward robe to replace his clown costume. And I was just thrilled. Like, oh my gosh, look, the colors match. Yeah. My eyes aren't bleeding from playing this character. This is an amazing yeah. thing. I'm no longer an Outlands clown in the old world. All right. Uh, so what do you guys, what is your one takeaway from this changeover to cat, the Cataclysm world? Right, let, let's I actually go through this year. I got lost in Darkshore. On, on the, the day the patch <laughs> dropped, 
I went to Darkshore and I got lost. I was using my mini map and everything. I could not find where I was. And most of the characters I've created in the past have been night elves. I have leveled through Darkshore many, many times. I know the quests by heart. And I was lost in Darkshore. And instead of complaining about it, I was just sitting back, leaning against my couch and saying, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is totally different. I don't recognize where I am. I have never seen these landmarks before. This is amazing. I love this. Okay. It's great that I can experience this content totally fresh. And it's not the same old, same old. Yes, I will probably get nostalgic for how things were, but they kept enough of that. And they made enough of it new that it's interesting again. Okay. Lou, how about you? CSI is in, is in the game now. That's my takeaway. I, I think it's... I love how Blizzard just drops in pop culture, and they added something like that. I mean, yeah, it's a shame that old Blanche died. Rest in peace. But they added something absolutely hilarious to the game. Plus the revamping of Deadmines, Storm... Or, uh, uh, Shadowfang. Just... The revamping of the instances is epic. I mean, if you play through regular dead mines and see who the boss final boss is, you'll laugh your butt off because it's not who you expect at all. Okay, Stormy, how about you? What's your big takeaway of uh, the change from Vanilla WoW or, or Wrath WoW to Cataclysm? So far, I haven't had that much time to really look at everything. But, um, for having lost, that's everyday occurrence, unfortunately. Um, and he didn't take his GPS unit along with him, which is usually me. Uh, I didn't get lost in Darkshire the first time I went through there, after the last patch. So, I'm going to say... And she will continue to rub in the fact that she doesn't get lost. <laughs> All right. How about you, Matt? I think the biggest thing that I'm taking away from the transition over from uh, from Wrath to Cataclysm is that I didn't think I was going to be ready for a new game. In fact, uh, I was, you know, I played my first character was a priest through all of vanilla and then when bc hit i had to switch over to paladin since uh since we all drew straws in the guild and i drew the short straw and got to uh got to re re-roll and go paladin for the good of the guild since horde finally got paladins and i did and i dealt with a paladin the paladin revamp from bc which was a huge huge revamp constantly of just definitely epic of proportions constant constant changes and and we we as a class just grew immensely to the point where to the point where um i really loved my paladin and i played my paladin throughout all of bc and wrath until the very end of wrath and cataclysm was incoming and i realized that it wasn't the class i wanted to play because again it had gone through another revamp not that i'm afraid of revamps but classes that had these crazy changeovers were something that i i didn't i didn't grasp onto when paladins changed i lost my love of the class not because i think the 
the the the class is bad in any way, but I just my biggest my biggest thing is that I I fell in love with new classes that I never played before. I've never played a pure DPS class either. I've never played a mage or I've never played a hunter, but with the changeover from Wrath to Cataclysm, I have both of those characters now. And I've always been a tank or always been a healer. And so now seeing this whole other aspect of the game has just been just mind boggling to me. It's it's a new feeling and, and Cataclysm feels like a whole new game to me, not only because it practically is a whole new game, but because I am doing new things in this game. And they made it easier for me to do so. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to be very sad when I'm playing these DPS classes because of how long the uh, dungeon queues will be. That's it. I, when I, when I was playing, you know, my, my palette has been my, my palette has been my main from beginning of, of wow. Um, back in the beta test, uh, I, my first character there was a paladin. I, I remember the paladin back then, Holy was the only real spec you'd went in. Prot was oh, a yeah. joke. Rhett was a joke. And Burning Crusade really revamped that. Well, I, you know, my back in beta, my first character was a human paladin. I played Alliance. My first, <laughs> my first experience with World of Warcraft was, was doing the entire Alliance one to sixty in beta in May of two thousand four, and I had a human paladin, and my friend, uh, my friend was a uh, was a gnome rogue, named uh, named Grody. And uh, it was uh, it was an experience, and then we moved over to uh, we moved over to the horde when we actually played the original game. And so I remember all these paladin changes. I remember paladins being changed two, two or three weeks before launch, getting a whole new system in, and that was just insane. And it still is. It's still still crazy to me that they pulled it off. Well, yeah, the the, the end of beta paladins when the beta ended, paladins didn't have talents. Hunters didn't have talents. Yeah. Um, that was, that was interesting. I can definitely say that for sure. Pretty crazy. For sure. Definitely. Uh, definitely crazy back then. So Skolnick, how about you? What am I taking away from the transition transition is that there's a lot of game ahead of me. Um, and that's a great thing. I think that not that I was getting burned out by the old material, but seeing that, Every zone has new quests. Every zone has new things to explore and see. I feel as though that there's months and months of game in front of me. So I, I, I feel excited that when Cataclysm hits in a couple days, I can be on the mad rush to move a couple of my 80s up through the quests, up through the instances or whatever is at the end game, and still know that I have plenty of time, years maybe, to start over with new characters, uh, do more from the Horde side, do more from the Alliance side in different zones and bring everything up. So it's, it's just really exciting to know that there's a whole new game in front of me. All right. What about you, Med? <laughs> well, yeah. I, was, I, I, I think that uh, I like the, I, you know, when I first heard about Cataclysm, when I first heard those, those rumors and those, uh, those whispers over on MO Champion way back before uh, 2009 BlizzCon, I was excited, you know, as soon as I heard it, um, you know, to me, it was all it, it, from the beginning. It was wow. 2.0. That was the big thing I came away with was it was a, it was basically doing whatever quest two did without yep. doing whatever quest two did. You know, it was all the good, none of the bad of ever two. 
Right, um, right. And that was my that, that's been my ta- big takeaway. And honestly, Cataclysm has not let me down at all. The 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 world has changed, but it is still right there. You know, the world is still it is still Azeroth. It's just a different Azeroth than what I played for six years. And it really, to me, the big thing is they did it the right day. You know, to me, there is no better day than November 23rd that they could have done that patch on. Yeah. Because that is it literally six years to the day from when we all started in Azeroth on official terms, at least. You know, beta was done. Everything was done. It was good. Everything was everything was good. We were in. This was the real, real, real thing. We were all playing for real. And, you know, a lot has changed. A lot of mechanics have changed. Classes have changed. Um, it was always very awesome. And it was always great. Um, and this is just, just even more greatness. It, it's really awesome. And it's really exciting. Uh, Fimless, how about you? Um, uh, takeaway. Let's see. I um, I'm very uh, nuts that I have the number of 80s, and I plan to get all of the 85 that I have. But other, I don't know. Um, I think the the biggest thing I've taken away of this is Blizzard can still just can still surprise me. Can still just go out there and just nothing we would expect, and then all the, you know you expect this to be all of a sudden, and you know they do. <laughs> yeah, they have a cataclysm, and uh, that's what 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 floored me uh, really was that they would dare to do this and and they do they always they dare to do whatever they want to do and we never think they're going to do it and then they do it anyway so it's 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 what they do for sure and lastly haster what is your big takeaway from the cataclysm expansion and the shattering of the world well the big thing i experienced was the fact that every time i went through a zone that i thought i understood and knew what the progression was going to be when i went through and discovered that hey look there's that new quest that wait a minute where's that npc that used to be there where's the the mob that used to be there that i knew i needed to kill this specific way or tank this specific way and it's not there anymore. Where, where's my old, wow, where is everything that I was looking for in my life? And in some cases, I miss it. In other cases, I, I have to say it's about time. All right. Um, well, that's going to be about it, this for, about it for this just, uh, group quest. Yes. Just, could I add some, just one thing real quick? Sure, Lou. One thing I took away from Cataclysm was actually the night before. Right after all things Azeroth had wrapped up recording, our guild, the Heroes of Lordaeron, had went through the old world to say goodbye to the old zones one last time. And one thing we did as well was went and said goodbye to Magni Bronzebeard. And yeah, I'm getting a little emotional over something that happened in-game, but you know what? It's a great community that we have, and it was great to do that with everyone that could attend. And I'd just like to say thank you not only to, to you, Medros, but to all of the heroes of Lordaeron that could be there that night to have a tremendous a moment before a major, world, literally world-changing patch dropped. Yeah, I, I don't know a single player that's been playing this game for um, as long as a lot of us have. You know, I've been playing for 
over six years. You know, uh, I started September 2004 as my first first step foot I stepped in into Azeroth as we know it in WoW. And um, I don't know a single player who hasn't grown attached in some small way to the world and wanted to say goodbye to those old zones, those old world, and those leaders that that have been have been uh, have been said goodbye to at this point. Um, but uh, it was it was a really touching event. I really enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a great ride, and um, the the guild did really awesome. Um, as I was saying, though, this will bring our show to an end here. I do want to ask, uh, since I believe Fimless is the one that has to go right away for his own show right away. Uh, <laughs> Fimless, tell yes. people where they can find you and uh, online and, and your podcast and all that. Yes, uh, the podcast, uh, the site for the podcast, twistnether.net. Um, that's our Twist Nether blogcast. Um, you can also find Twist Nether on um Skype, uh, Skype, uh, Twitter. That's what I meant. Twitter, <laughs> it's uh, Twisted Nether, and I'm on Twitter, Fimless, F I M L Y S. Um, also, I have a blog. I know people kind of forget that sometimes. I have a blog, uh, Sleep at the Wow, and that's uh, dot com. Okay. And you'll have me on your show in a week or so. Yes, yes. You will be live on our show a week from today. Well, a week from today we're recording. It's, uh, what, the 11th, I think. Um, yes, and that's at 8 o'clock uh, Pacific time. We'll probably, hopefully, start, and uh, you can find the information on twistednether.net. Looking awesome, forward man. to it. And again, thank you very much for coming to uh, to join us on the group quest here. Uh, I, I, no I want to get some 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 really good voices in with for this last for this uh, new new episode in the new format it's going to be a weekly po- weekly roundtable podcast and i don't know if we'll have uh, this many people this many voices every time but uh, uh we'll, we'll definitely <laughs> let, we'll definitely like to have you back anytime you're able to no problem good luck on the uh, the new format it sounds like it'll uh, be a lot of fun for sure I'll definitely be listening and uh, we'll, we'll let you go so you can get prepared for uh, twisted another who, who you got on this week thank you uh, we have uh, Layla from uh, dis- uh, oh, well, Disciplinary Action. I'm, I'm busy like typing while I'm talking. So. That, that's <laughs> fine. Disciplinary uh, Action. So, yeah. Awesome. And uh, again, thank you very much for uh, for coming on the group quest. And uh, um, for those for people having... who are uh, who are listening, go download his show and uh, maybe listen to me next week on 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 the uh, on the live show if uh, if you can make it. Um, and again, that's twistednether.net. Um, so again, thank you again, Fimless. Thank you. Uh, talk to you guys later. For sure. And uh, Chris Blatt, tell, tell folks where they can find you. Uh, quickest way to probably find me is on Twitter. Chris Blatt on Twitter. K-E-R-R-S-P-L-A-T. And Lou. You can find me on Twitter at underscore L-O-U-G, and I can be found as uh, Varix, V-A-R-Y-X, on the Arjun Dawn U.S. server. And I just wanted to add just two seconds. I'm trying to find a, a guild, serious but casual, for RPing. So contact me on Twitter and let me know. Thanks. Awesome. And Stormy, how can people find you? Well, probably the quickest way is on Twitter, Stormy Nights. S-T-O-R-M-I-N-I-G-H-T-S. And I have a Tumblr, but that also goes through my, my Twitter. So you can usually find links from there from that, too. Awesome. Thank you very much. And Mr. McCurley. 
Oh, hi. Hi. You can find, you can find me uh, on the WoW Insider Show. We usually put that up every uh, Tuesday or Wednesday or so. Uh, we got another live show uh, on Friday coming up. We did the live show uh, previous Friday for uh, kind of getting ramped up for Cataclysm. We're going to do another live show. Uh, you know, getting people uh, getting people really excited. So if you're uh, if you're going to be around for the live show on Friday, December tenth, and you can take a few moments to jump over to uh, the website while you know all tabbing out of Cataclysm, uh, that'd be great. And listen to us while you you know grind through Stonecore or whatever dungeon you're in that time. Reader, you are the you, reader. You are the week on Tuesday. Add on Spotlight on Thursday. Lawbringer on Friday. I write a lot. Um, you sound like you almost write as much as Shade does. And yeah, she writes. <laughs> Shade writes a lot. And she does. It get, she writes so much that it gets to be split in two over the weekend now. Yeah, um, so I noticed that. And uh, and follow me on Twitter. Go Matt. Go G O M A T G O on Twitter. All right. Thank you very much. And Skolnick. Hey, you can catch me at. Skolnick Who on Twitter, and you can reach my uh, audio archives of Warcraftless Traveled at warcraftlesstraveled.com, where it's more like a tip of the cap to the designers and by exploring Azeroth and all the less traveled areas that we sometimes power through. And that can also be heard on all things Azeroth. You bet. And we, we look forward to seeing where it goes from uh, from here with the new Cataclysm expansion coming out and more more places to explore, more nooks and crannies to visit, and more tricks to find. Yep. And Haster, if you are still with us, can you tell us where to find you? You can find me on Twitter as Haster, H-A-S-T-E-U-R. I'm also on Emerald Dream US as in the Guild of Legion, number one alliance guild there and i'm on various social networks occasionally i will also do audio for various podcasts awesome and uh for me for and 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 for the show you can find me on uh, twitter as medros you can find our parent show uh, as all things as or you can find the show at group quest and uh, you can find this the show at uh, the groupquest.com so uh um, I want to uh, thank everybody who was able to join us uh, for the group quest today. Uh, again, this is a big, this will be a weekly podcast. We will likely be recording it on the weekends, Saturday or Sundays. Um, it'll rotate in the evenings or mornings. It won't have a specific, uh, sorry, afternoons or evenings, sorry. And uh, it won't have a specific regular start time to accompany those who are in the UK, in the UK and, and Europe, but we will definitely have a, a great, great panel uh, every week uh, for group quests. So uh, uh, I want everybody to say goodbye to the audience in their own special way as I queue up our outro here. Say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Bye. In my own special way. Bye. <laughs> Glory and honor to the Alliance. Oh, in, gosh, you sure. can no, prevent, prevent, leave only footprints. Good night, everybody. Prevent the undead from taking over everything in the world. For sure. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to Group Quest. This is your announcer, Grizzly Smith. We look forward to your comments at our website, thegroupquest.com. Theme music for the show is Intended Force from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. 
This program is copyright 2009-2010 by Dwight Walbridge Productions and is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 license. Thank you.